0: H&H listeners, welcome back. My name is Heather Taves, and this is my sister and co-host, Heidi Bolt. Hi, friends. We're happy to be with you today. We are. Heidi, can you even
1: believe what we're looking at right now? No, we are sitting on this beautiful balcony yes. terrace with this amazing stairway um, wrapping up to a top
0: balcony yeah. and overlooking the most beautiful scene here yeah. in Portugal. These orangey cliffs in the ocean, and we're in Albufera, Portugal. It's- Portugal, which is down on the southern part of Portugal, down by Faro yep. in the Algarve, and it has been. We're on our last day, literally, like our last hour. Yes. Um, of this amazing vacation that we've taken, and um, we just wanted to come on for a, a short podcast mm-hmm. and say that we've been thinking about all of you, yep. and we wish we could let you all experience this because it has been so restful and so we came here um, because my husband Chris is celebrating his 40th birthday yeah and I feel like 40 is a good time to reflect and celebrate and say you've reached a milestone Yeah,
1: to refresh yeah and have fun yeah it's been a ton of fun it has been we've had some incredible food so tell us about our week hide well, it's. I think the point was, yes, to celebrate Chris's life. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say he's one of the most um, patient, loving, generous men that I know. Mm-hmm. And um, he's never self-serving. Right. And at least that I see. And so when we started dreaming this up mm-hmm. a long time ago, yeah, like five years ago, yeah. you and Chris were here in the right, same this location. Right, this exact spot. Yep. And you text Kip and myself mm-hmm. and you said we must come back and you have to come with us. Yes. And so from that minute on, we kind of started dreaming about what would that look like? And could we make that happen?
0: And I think you only had one little baby at the time. Yeah. We just had Crosley. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you we're had two, two children in this later. Yes.
1: Yeah. And lots of life. Um, mm-hmm. But this week has just been all about fun and rest, about celebrating life, mm-hmm. about not being rushed and busy and focused on all sorts of, exterior things but just focusing on what is right here in front of us right um and reconnecting with our our husbands with our spouses yes and that's been so awesome i have loved that Mm -hmm. um like a conversation uninterrupted is something i'm not very used to right right now in this season with three little ones so that's been really really great um
0: but we've got this gorgeous pool private pool right right outside our balcony so we're recording outside right now yes and there are these obnoxious birds (laughs) have made their nests on the very top of our villa, and they just start hollering at each other at all points throughout the day. So if you hear the obnoxious birds, um, it's going to be a, an extra special treat. <laughs> the first morning I heard them, and
1: I literally thought someone was being murdered outside my window. It was so bad. <laughs> they're really loud. You get used to it, though. They're kind of they're kind of unique, I think. I feel like I don't notice it
0: anymore now, a week in. Right. But yeah. Well, it's been it's been so great, and I'll just say that. Chris and I came here five years ago, and I really did fall in love with Portugal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it There's just something about the pace of life here, mm-hmm. Hyde. There's um, a slowness. And this yeah. is so interesting. When we go to dinner, they will not bring you your bill. Right. Like You've maybe sat for two hours and had dinner, and... Coffee and dessert and drinks, and they literally will not bring you your bill because they don't want to rush you. Yeah. And so you have to ask for it. Even if, so we were
1: at this restaurant that was really sought after. There was a line out the door. Yeah. It was really hot. People had been waiting for a long time, Mm -hmm. and we, We're just sitting it was the first night and they didn't
0: rush us out at all yeah and we finally realized oh we have to ask for the bill we have to ask for the bill and it was just such a nice break from Mm -hmm. what we're used to which Mm -hmm. is go 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 like you know rush from one thing to the next and it it was so good for me to remember that that slowing down is so important and that um, if you're not slowing down, I feel like you're just missing out. Like sometimes I think people think, well, you've got to get the next thing in, got to go, go, go. But the slowing down is where you really get to sort of step back and think and have some silence and hear God speak to you and rest and and enjoy the moment instead of just pushing forward. So, um, that's been really interesting. Um, The weather's been beautiful. It's been perfect. The cappuccinos are to die for. I feel
1: like this is something we need to try to bring back. I mean, not me personally, but... Cappuccinos? In the
0: States, I've just
1: not had a cappuccino Mm -mm, like here. Yeah, Yeah,
0: they're very different. So, I don't know. Somebody that loves coffee can get on that, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Master the
1: cappuccino of Europe. Of, Of Europe, yeah. Incredible. So, the first morning we were here, Heather, I had this... You know, each morning, even at home, I try to just spend some time with Jesus mm-hmm. so that it kind of sets the pace of my day. But I wanted to make sure that I didn't neglect that here, right. you know, go into vacation mm-hmm. mode in my time with Jesus. Right. And I think sometimes we do that Yeah. In oh, life. I've definitely done that. Yeah, where yeah. we take a break and we wonder why things aren't going quite like they should. And so the first morning, um, you know, it's we're six hours ahead. of home Mm -hmm. and so we were kind of thrown off and not necessarily sleeping when the sun was down type of thing and so the first morning it was quite early and i couldn't sleep and so i just got up and i slipped outside by the pool and i was throughout the night kind of thinking about my babies and you know we talked about having to trust jesus with their protection while we were gone and leaving them for the first time and asking like do i really trust him Mm -hmm. you know to take care of him when i'm not there Mm -hmm. and it realizing it's really not in my control anyway (laughs) right um but that first morning, I just came down and I was just
0: praying, and oh actually, I felt like he I, I felt like I heard him say, "Get out of bed, I have a gift for you." And you're like, "Wait a minute. I'm sleeping in for the first time in five years. I was like, this what?
1: Is, Isn't this the gift?" <laughs> uh, and I just sleeping felt it, in. Yeah, I just felt it again, like, "Get out of bed, I have a gift for you." So I did. I, I came downstairs and um, I opened my Bible. And um, according to the date, I shouldn't have necessarily been reading Psalm 16, but I started reading Psalm 16. Because you read the Psalm of the date? Yeah. So like if it's the 16th, you read I would read Psalm, Psalm 16. 16. Yeah. Okay. And I do it just over and over and over and over. Right. Um, and I read other things as well, but yeah. I feel like it just is a, it, it gives me encouragement. And each month I see something new in it. Yeah. Um, so I was reading Psalm 16 and it said this, I say to the Lord, you are my master. Every good thing I have comes from you. And I was thinking, like, yeah, my children are good things. They're good Mm -hmm. gifts. But you are the master. Mm -hmm. You are the one that's in charge of them. You Mm -hmm. know, I have been given the um, opportunity to care for them, Mm -hmm. to love them, to nurture them. But they're yours. Right. You're the master of them. And um, so I was just reminded of that. And then in verse 5, it says, um, Lord, you alone are my inheritance, my cup of blessing. You guard all that is mine. Mm. And I just felt like you whispered that to me like, you know, I've I've got them. Mm. I'm guarding them. You know, I've put the best of the best caregivers in mom and dad, my mm-hmm. parents, yeah, with them. Yeah, bless their hearts this week. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I like there aren't enough words yeah. in the English language mm-hmm. to thank them for mm-hmm. this break, for this time with Kip and with you guys. But he just reminded me, like, I'm going to guard them. I'm going to take care of them. Mm -hmm. You know, they're out of your care. There's nothing you could do for them if they did need you right now. Right. But I've got them. Yeah. And so I really, from the moment that first morning, I just rested in that, knowing he's got them. You know, mom is sacrificing her entire week and lots of sleep in order to care for them. And she's raised seven children so successfully, and she loves her grandbabies so well. Yep and um so mom thank you publicly thank you for giving us this opportunity i know this is a a trip you would have loved as well yeah but you being sacrificial and caring for my children is something i am so grateful for and
0: um kip as well just getting to be here and and do you feel like because i can speak from just having watched your life and and i'm sure i mean any one of us that has had little children raised little children understands that sort of like you just don't get a break, you know, right. and, and when you're in that baby stage, that little stage, it feels like it's just go, 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 go. And so I've, have, you know, having watched you for five years really have littles, mm-hmm. babies, mm-hmm. and not being able to be away from them because you were nursing and things like that. Do you feel like a part of you was sort of brought back this week? Like, n- not that that was, um, like it was gone, mm-hmm. but it's just raising littles and everything like that has to kind of take mm-hmm. priority it does take a lot of priority it takes a lot of focus
1: and a lot of attention you know i would say that it it kind of demands priority right um
0: when they're babies they yeah, just don't so they desperately need, need you well they yeah have, they,
1: they can't, can't survive do anything you. on right. their own so yeah it definitely takes a lot of my attention i do feel like not that long ago god really gave me this revelation of truly cherishing whatever season I'm in mm-hmm. and not wishing it away, right you know and not hoping for what is next mm-hmm. um you know I love this there's the statement like the best is yet to come yeah and I think that is true like yeah. if we're thinking of in eternity right and our home with Jesus right. and our hope in Jesus yes but I think each season holds such gifts mm-hmm. um and I truly am really loving this season with my little ones mm-hmm. I think it's so precious it's and so good and so tender with them you know I think of kids don't hold back their adoration yeah we adults do sometimes yeah. um you know i think like my friendship with you heather mm-hmm. i feel like we're pretty good about communicating to each other encouragement and things right. we appreciate about each other yeah. but that's not necessarily true with all adults it's not common yeah. no mm-hmm. no and our kids just overflow mm-hmm. their lavish love mm-hmm. and it's just a reminder to me of kind of like the love of jesus is mm-hmm. it's without barrier mm-hmm. it's without reminding remembering what was wrong yesterday Right. in your life or what you're maybe not hitting the mark in today
0: yeah that's so just good.
1: I, unconditional
0: that phrase the best is yet to come i understand why people say it and i do know that in light of eternity the yes. best really is yet to come we right. have no concept right. of what is to come in terms of how wonderful eternity will be but it's always bothered me a little bit because I do feel like it sort of people um, say it in uh, with an earthly mindset. Yes. And instead of living in the season that they're in and enjoying it. And we talk about this a lot. And I had this thought again this week as we're here experiencing truly extraordinary. Yes. I mean, just on every level. Yes. Like the nicest villa that we're living in right right by the ocean you know all this amazing food having all this time to get dressed up and get ready and go out and sit and have a three-hour meal and like truly extraordinary yes but you know what I was so excited about is that um yesterday I thought oh I get I get to go back to my ordinary tomorrow yeah and I love that because that's the whole point of this podcast is that ordinary is extraordinary Mm -hmm. and I think it is so important um especially for married couples and for everyone, but to have breaks from their ordinary. But when you see your ordinary as extraordinary, yeah. when you see your ordinary as special, mm-hmm. it, it having a break from it and then going back to it is so exciting because you look forward to going back to it. And, and I just, you know, being honest, I can't wait to get back to my ordinary. I can't wait to get back to my kiddos and, you know, making breakfast, breakfast for him and going to my son's baseball games. I'm super excited about that. And, you know, leading at church and loving the people that are in, um, in our lives. And so I just want to encourage people that there's joy in, beautiful, amazing trips like this, but there is so much joy in ordinary. And if you don't have that, if you don't have that joy in your ordinary life, I would challenge you to ask God for it. You know, help him to open your eyes to what it is that um, in your ordinary, everyday life that bring, can bring you joy. And joy comes from Jesus. Joy doesn't come from things. It doesn't right. come from circumstances. Um, you can ha- be in the middle of really hard circumstances and still have joy because joy comes from Jesus. Yes, yes. Um, and that. And I think that that's such a beautiful thing. That's such a good word.
1: Heather, I remember um, quite some time ago, probably over a year ago, you preached a message. I don't remember the series it was in, but you preached a message at our church and Kind of your take home, uh-huh. your tagline, if you will, was yeah. happiness comes and goes, yeah. but joy comes from Jesus and joy stays. Yeah. And I, it's so unusual to remember a tagline mm-hmm. that long yeah. from a specific seri- you know, sermon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, I, I think of that a lot in mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the next morning you'd given out these little happy face mm-hmm. bouncy balls <laughs> and my sons had stuffed their pockets with them and I didn't know it. <laughs> and I opened the dryer door and they came bouncing out of my dryer. Yeah. And they just like bounced all over my laundry room, like 20 of them. And I stood back and I cracked up because I was like, that is what Jesus does for us. That's right. He fills our pockets with all of this joy. And then when we least expect it, it just comes bouncing Mm -hmm. out at us. And if we notice it, it's so fun Mm -hmm. and so extravagant, really. It really is. Um, And when you find
0: your joy in Jesus instead of in circumstances, because there have been some things lately in my life that have, have caused me some hurt and some pain and some some times where you're like oh I don't I don't feel a lot of happiness right now right but I still have joy yeah because it's from Jesus yes and it's that knowing that he is faithful no matter what and that even if the world is crashing down around you even if your life is not what you thought that it would look like right um Jesus will still bring that for you and give you that joy yeah that's so good
1: The I think it was the next morning or maybe the third morning we were here Heather I I was praying through some some tough things for people close to me yeah you know just things that I try to continually bring before the Lord on their behalf to uphold their arms to make sure they don't feel like they're alone in what is a great battle in their life right and so I was praying specifically for some of these things and um I was writing them down in my journal I was just listing them um and it was so cool because as I was listing them, it was like the f- the more I wrote, the quicker God brought these things to mind. Mm. And he was just giving me these little nuggets, things that were right out of his word that I would just jot down really quickly. And I went later and I looked them up because I didn't know the references necessarily. Yeah, right. And it was just God's word just flowing into the things I was praying. And then um, my reading that morning was Psalm 17. And it said this. I am praying to you because I know you will answer, oh God. Bend down and listen mm. as I pray. Mm-hmm. Show me your unfailing love in wonderful ways. Mm, I love that. And I just felt like he was literally answering me, mm-hmm. you know, as I was going, "Lord, I'm bringing these people before you. Mm-hmm. Here's the need." And he yeah. was like, "I'm like, do you feel me? I'm bending down and I'm listening." Yeah. And I think someone on our sweet listener ship here needs to hear that. Mm-hmm. That the battle you're in is so heavy mm-hmm. and it's so hard yeah but keep taking it before Jesus because yeah. he cares so much yeah he is your advocate before the throne mm-hmm. of the Father God yeah and he God is bending down listening bending down to, to you listen. yeah. and I believe he's going to show you his unfailing love mm-hmm. in wonderful ways
0: and it's so easy to want to throw in the towel yeah to stop asking God to to just think well these circumstances are too difficult it's right. too dark i'm in too dark of a place um, but god is so sovereign yes and takes the things in our lives that feel heavy yeah. and that feel um hopeless and yeah. he breathes hope and life into them yeah so good
1: so we have this little path that goes right by this villa and there's this tall wall so you can't see into the pool area but we can see out over to the sea and I don't know if you can hear it, but there's a motorcycle <laughs> going up this dirt path. And it's making me think of my two-year-old who it's loves... It's actually a four-wheeler.
0: I is just, it? Yeah, it's a four-wheeler. You can see it. Okay. Oh, your boys would be loving that right now.
1: So my two-year-old calls four-wheelers vroom-vrooms. Vroom-vrooms, yeah. Yeah. And he calls motorcycles dirt bikes. <laughs> so every motorcycle is a dirt bike. And so it's just making me think I of my sweet I'm not going
0: to lie. Being on a dirt bike or a four-wheeler right now with those cliffs right there, I... Maybe not the smartest thing ever. Well, it's like it looks like it's about a 400 foot drop off. Yeah, we looked it up last night with
1: an elevation (laughs) app, and it's actually only about 120 feet. Still, 120 feet is a big drop. I mean, that would leave a mark, (laughs) (laughs) mark. especially on a dirt bike.
0: Right. So there's one more thing that I wanted to say before we we have actually a fun guest that we're going to bring on for a couple minutes. Um, one of our listeners had instagrammed us and we love it when people facebook us or instagram or shout out to us and just say what's speaking into their lives through the podcast or how we can pray for them and we do pray for you um by name yep by, um, whatever it is that you're, whatever the issue is that you're asking for prayer for, we we pray into that. And so one of them just said, you know, you talk so much about reading your Bibles every single day. How does that become a, um, a need and a desire and like a craving instead of just a... Have to, to like a checking it off the list, yeah. and I wanted to speak into that a little bit because I want you to hear me and Heidi also say that that is not something that has always been that way for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been seasons of my life where it hasn't been a priority. Right. There have been seasons of my life where there it's I've gone weeks, mm-hmm. weeks, and weeks without yeah. opening up my Bible unless it was you know for. sermon at church or something like that actually there were years of my life where i didn't even take my bible to church yeah um and not that that's it's not that's not a a religious thing that you absolutely have to take your bible to church but it wasn't i wasn't in the habit of having it with me sure um and as i began so here's what i want to here's the answer to that question from my perspective okay um I think it starts as a discipline. Yeah, it's it's like exercise. Yeah, okay. You you do it because you know it's good for you. You know that it is going to speak to you in some way, mm-hmm. and. The more you do it and the more you stay disciplined, just like with exercise, the more you realize how much you crave it. Yeah. So when you're exercising and you're feeling good and you're like, oh, I, I have to go out and exercise yeah. because it makes me feel so good. My body feels so right. good. The same thing with reading your Bible, mm-hmm. with your heart and your soul and your mind. When you start reading the Bible and then like God starts speaking to you mm-hmm. and you start to hear him in different ways and he starts to show you things in his word and give you words for other people and you're like, wow, it's almost like. A drug, right? Like I have to have this Mm -hmm. because it is making my day, um, my life, my walk with the Lord so much more real. Right. But what I want to say in addition to that, so yes, it starts with as a discipline, it starts with what you're putting into your soul yeah, and into your mind. But I think as equally important Mm -hmm. is what else you're allowing to fill up your thoughts and your mind and your time Mm -hmm. and so i would say that look at what you're ingesting Mm -hmm. um are you binge watching netflix Mm -hmm. shows that are filling you with maybe not bad shows but filling your mind with other things Mm -hmm. are you spending all this time on social media looking at everyone else's stuff are you surrounding yourself with people who are negative and constantly putting negative vibes and thoughts and words in into your spirit because what happens is your your mind only has so much space right to to fill up right and if you are putting in putting all of this stuff I I would say junk rubbish yeah um (laughs) There's not a lot of space left sure. for the Word of God, yeah. and so I think it is equally as important as spending time every day reading the Word, but looking at what else you're inputting. That's so good. Um, and then I, so I was thinking through that actually when we were flying on our on our plane, and I opened up my Bible to Psalm one, and this is the very beginning of the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, and we've been talking mm. a lot about joy, or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. Mm. And I felt like that was both of those things, like not following the advice of the wicked, not yep. following in the path of the wicked. And please hear me say, I love Netflix as much as the rest of you. Sure. Um, Balance. <laughs> I love social media as much as yeah. anyone. Yeah, yeah. But... It, it, are you? Is it overkill? Obsession. You know, is it obsession? Yeah. Is it? Is it the first thing that you go to? Yeah. And then, and I know I'm talking a lot, but I just think this no, is that's so okay. good. No, that's okay. This could preach. So then if you look over in Mark, Jesus is talking, and he's talking to um, a very large crowd on the shore, and he's telling them all these parables. And it would be, let me find it here. It's Mark 4, 24. And he's talking about... Um, Pay close attention to what you hear. And I actually want to find it in this version. I have NLT pulled up on my Bible, but I want to read it in this this um, English standard version. As you're looking for that, I love, Heather, in the YouVersion
1: app on your phone, you can switch between versions. Yeah. So you can look at a verse, yep. and it might speak to you, but then if you look at a different translation... And it I have, might a, different have word. a specific mm-hmm. word
0: that like really resonates that, with yep. your heart and mm-hmm. it makes it so personal. Yep, okay, so I found it. So okay. this is Mark um, 4, 24. And he said to them, this is Jesus talking to all these people, pay attention to what you hear.
1: Mm. Okay,
0: and I would say listen to, watch, look at. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you and still more will be added to you. Wow. Okay, so what that's saying to me is that with the measure that you put something into you, mm-hmm. that is what is going to come out of you mm-hmm. and more. Mm-hmm. Jesus just said that. He said, still more will be added to you. Yeah. So if you're putting in truth and life and the word of God, that's what's going to come out of you and more. Yes. Like God's going to multiply it. Yeah. Okay. If you're putting in garbage. Yeah. If you're putting in binge watching a show mm-hmm. that's full of violence, that's full of bad language, that's full of garbage. Yeah. That's what's going to come out of you. Yep. And more. Yep. Um, and I think, like, what a um, challenge to pay attention to what we're putting into our minds, mm-hmm. um, what we're putting into our hearts and souls, because that is what's going to come out of you and more. That's so good. Well, and I want to speak into that a little bit, too, because um, you,
1: you talked about how it does start as a discipline. But I think just like working out, like you said, so you you start to work out, and throughout the day and the next day, you feel that soreness in your muscles, yep. and you remember like, oh yeah, I worked out, yeah, and there's that little bit of like, oh, good, yeah, I did something I did that. right, right. I that was good, about good. That. Yep. and the next day, you still feel the results of it, yeah. and I do think it's a lot like that with spending time in God's Word, is He is you're constantly recalling whatever it is you've read and right. whatever he's spoken to you mm-hmm. later that day, mm-hmm. maybe in a conversation, maybe you're able to use it with a friend to encourage them. Yep. And it really does equip you yeah. with what you need for the people God puts in front of you. Right. What you took in and more. Whether it's your little yep. ones or people, strangers on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's so cool because it does, you do find that it's, it's a necessity. You know, yeah. it's not just something to check off your list. Yeah. Um, and it filled for me it fills me with yeah. joy yeah. it gives me a better perspective mm-hmm. not that life is always perfect or no. I always have the right perspective but I can tell when I've started to stray yeah. from the discipline of yeah. being with God being it's with so Jesus good. early in the morning and so, um, so yeah I think if you've got more questions feel free to reach out but I think that that's a great place to start
0: Hi, friends. Thank you so much for listening. Heidi and I are so honored that you tune in each week. We wanted to let you know that we recorded two separate episodes on this hour while we were in Portugal. The first one you just listened to with Heidi and myself, and the second one we're welcoming my sweet sister-in-law, Rebecca Taves, as she and her husband were also in Portugal with us. And we thought, why not? We should throw her on there and find out what makes her ordinary and what makes her extraordinary and find out a little bit about her life. So we hope that you enjoy this chat with Rebecca as we welcome her to the h h Hour. Welcome back to the
1: h Hour. My name is Heidi Bolt and this is my sister and co-host Heather Taves. Hey, Heather. Hi, Hyde. Um, so we are coming to you from Portugal. Yes. And it is a beautiful setting, so incredible. We've had the most restful week um just a purposeful vacation with our husbands mm-hmm. in order to rest that's right and to celebrate life and birthdays and just reconnect with our husbands anniversaries anniversaries mm-hmm. it's been <laughs> absolutely lovely yes um something we've been talking about for 5 years and so we're just excited that we get to be here um and get to let you guys tune in a little yeah. bit
0: on our on our vacation so if you hear some extra noise some birds or motorcycles or the wind it's yes because we are outside seaside recording this outside we figured why not why not maybe try to bring our listeners a little piece of portugal mm-hmm. yes back to them so yes. well we wanted to um jump on here and say hello but also we have a fun guest yes. with us this week and we thought why not get her get her on here yep. and and share a little bit about her life and um so this is my sister-in-law rebecca Taves. hi rebecca hi Good to be on your show. Thank this you. Is great. So Rebecca is married to my husband's brother. Okay. So yep. yes, our our husbands are brothers. Yes. And we have known each other for how long have you been married? Ten years. Ten years. So okay. just over ten years. So you yeah. And I have. So we met a couple years before that. Yeah. And when you were dating and, yeah. um, so yeah, we've been sister in laws for ten years now, and it's it's pretty awesome. I like her a lot yeah so I have gotten to know you better this week Rebecca yeah and you have such a
1: sweet spirit oh thank you you were so kind you have um you're fun to talk with you Mm -hmm. are easy to be with
0: you You ask good questions you ask great questions yeah Yeah,
1: and you're so you're very encouraging so I don't know if you know that about yourself but you're a great encourager thank
0: you so so tell us a little bit about yourself and tell our listeners who don't know you yeah, who you are and, and a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I am um,
2: 34. We had this conversation the other day. What age was I actually? <laughs> and I <laughs> am 34. Sure? <laughs> <laughs> it took us a while he to did the math. determine. <laughs> I'll be 35 in November. Um, I am from Canada. So my husband and I are both from Calgary, Alberta. Hey. Mm-hmm. Eh? a (laughs) and um i am a mother of two beautiful children one is Scarlett, and she will be four in august and my youngest is isabella and she will be two in october and um so i i love being a mother to them and then i'm a part-time nurse as well and i work in the recovery room uh, where you wake people up from surgery
1: Mm. from anesthetic
2: and stuff like that
1: so um so you yeah. probably see some really crazy things coming out of people waking up from anesthesia. Yeah,
2: yeah you get to see lots of different emotions. Um, some are crying, and mm-hmm. they don't know why they're crying. Right. Um, some are angry, and some are ask you the same questions over and over and over again. They have no idea what they're even... Do they ever hit on thing. you? couple be like oh there's an angel in front of me like, <laughs> like that yeah you're so, like yes there is yeah it's been a
0: little a little that's always sometimes. what I think of like when people yeah. wake up from you know anesthesia yeah. and they're just like oh you're yeah. so wonderful they're disinhibited yeah. 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 yeah totally we had oh. a friend
1: one time tell her doctor coming out of anesthesia that he smelled so wonderful and yeah. then she proceeded to tell all of us how amazing this he doctor snub. smelled <laughs> that's
2: hilarious <laughs> yeah likewise so. we've had patients tell me like tell me what they think about their doctor and it's not so positive. Oh, so, oh sure. yeah. And sometimes sure. you're like, oh, I can see why you, why you she think, might that. think that. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. 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 It's like truth serum,
1: totally. Right? totally. Totally. Like children when they don't know yeah. that you shouldn't say things. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: exactly. Yeah. So, you so. you just, we've said this, but you've been married 10 years. 10 years. That's
2: right.
1: June this 29th. Month. June 29th. Yeah. Yeah. will be our 10th yeah. anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you. That's, That's a
0: great accomplishment. That is crazy. I mean, it seems like yesterday in one way. I know. Benny was a baby at your wedding. Yeah. What's your favorite thing
1: about marriage? Hmm.
2: That's a hard question. Um, I think just being able to do life together. Mm. Like, the little things, the big things. Tim and I did long distance for Mm. three and a half years. So Mm -hmm. we were used to, when we saw each other, it would be like, we're going to go do something really fun. We're going to go to Disney World. We're going to, you know... Um take fun trips, but I think being married and being with the person every day the 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 greatest things are um just doing the little things in life, so going on walks together, making supper together, yeah sometimes dare I say cleaning the house together <laughs> um, did
0: you hear that Tim <laughs> yeah he's actually
2: really good around the house <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, I think just being able
2: to do do the little things in life together and just to encourage each other and mm. there's always someone there that you know is on your side regardless of how you feel that day
0: yeah, yeah. So, so good and he yeah. makes you laugh quite a bit he does
2: tim is pretty funny yeah yeah he's kind I'm, of a
0: jokester a goofball yes and yeah. i'm a
2: little bit m- more on the serious side so he definitely brings a different
1: uh dimension to the family so yeah. it's
2: great for my kids it's great for me yeah yeah
1: yeah laughter is so it so is so good it's so important yeah yeah. So one thing we ask all of our guests, Rebecca, mm-hmm. is um, what is something about yourself, about your life mm-hmm. that feels ordinary?
2: Mm-hmm. I think the answer to this question is going to be very um, basic, but I, I, I think that everything about myself is ordinary. Um, I think I'm among many thousands and millions of women who are just trying to raise their children, mm. be a good wife, uh, do their best. Um, and like a lot of people out there, I think that some days I feel very confident in my role as a mom, mm. um, in a ro- my role as a sister, as a friend, um, as a nurse. And some days um, I don't feel like that. And mm. some days I question mm-hmm. um, whether, not that not if I'm a good wife, but am I am I missing something mm-hmm. or sometimes I think Satan makes you doubt your abilities mm-hmm, and so yes. I think like so many people out there I think that regardless of our situation regardless um, of our background we all have days where we feel really confident and um, ready to go and some days we we don't have that yeah confidence yeah. and we kind of
1: have to ask God for for strength and yeah I'm sure so many of our mama listeners, Mm -hmm. our female listeners Mm -hmm. right now, and even our male listeners are nodding their head going, yep, Mm -hmm. I can relate to that. that I feel that same way. Mm -hmm. Um, so you're definitely not alone in in that, Mm -hmm. um, but we also know that God has wired us each so uniquely mm-hmm. and given us such incredible talents and gifts. Mm-hmm. And those gifts and those talents are quite extraordinary. Mm-hmm. So what is something about your life mm-hmm. that you find, that you feel that you have confidence knowing yeah. that it is extraordinary? Yeah. Um,
2: this question, i f- it's hard to... I feel like I'm boasting about myself Yeah, like answering it. So <laughs> yeah. I've kind of had to change the way I look at it. So I've, I've looked at it more from, instead of looking at it from my perspective, mm-hmm. I've looked at it more from God's perspective Yeah, because yes. I know what he thinks is truth. Yes. I love and that. What yes. I think is not yes. always truth. So, um, I, th- uh, how I would answer that is basically, I think God thinks that I am amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I know that to be true regardless of how I'm feeling, mm. and so I think that that is extraordinary. Mm. Um, not everybody has that mm-hmm. uh, truth in their lives, and um, it's something that I cling to, I try to cling to um, every day. And we were talking the other day, my husband was super excited that he got to see the Queen yeah. um, of Britain. It was her birthday, and he was super excited that he got to see her in a parade and riding in her yeah. chariot. Yeah pulled by horses and there were thousands and thousands of people waiting hours for her to walk out of her palace and um, I guess I think about that and I I see that God looks at me like that mm. too and he, he thinks I'm royalty and he thinks um, yeah. I'm amazing um, and he can, I can access him anytime he can access me anytime
1: mm.
2: um, and I, I think, I take that for granted and I do have to mm-hmm. remind myself of that but um, but Regardless of how
1: I feel, he thinks I'm awesome. That's an I love your answer. That's an incredible mm-hmm. thought. I love that yeah. you said God can access me anytime I can access Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you you guys had to stand in line for yeah. like four hours. Yeah. To to, to get s- a glimpse. Right. Of, Not even up
0: close. Yeah. Of this
1: royal moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
0: yet you're right. We get access to the King. All the time. All, all the, time. the time. Yeah. Well, and I also love your answer because it really we ask that question and people people's answers are so varied across the board and i love mm-hmm. that because it's individual but mm-hmm. really what this question is is asking is do you see what god sees in you yes uh-huh. and uh-huh. and i think that so many people struggle with confidence in themselves and seeing how God sees them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when we start to see how God sees us, it does give us that confidence to be yeah. who he's created us to be. And yeah. so I just, I think your answer was, is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. someone needs to hear, you know, that you may feel like it's boasting about yourself, but mm-hmm. if you could hear the, the way God talked about you, yes, if yeah. you could see the way God sees you, yeah. you would have more confidence yeah. in you and who yeah. he created yeah. you to be. So what yeah. a great, what a great answer. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. I think, and it's, a a
2: choice, like a a choice you have to make too, because you don't always feel what is truth and your feelings don't always reflect what truth is. So it's definitely a, like a consistent conscious effort to view yourself the way that God sees
0: you yeah so
1: well and I love that you know you're raising these two beautiful little daughters mm-hmm. and so with your confidence in who Jesus has made you to be mm-hmm. and you instilling that in them because mm-hmm. they will emulate what they see coming out of you yeah and so if you're constantly living in that self-doubt and yeah. that lack of confidence building yeah. upon what the world looks at which yeah. is just our external yeah what we have what we own what we accomplish yeah. and comparing ourselves and, and comparison yeah mm-hmm. but if they're seeing you Put mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. that hope of Jesus, that mm-hmm. confidence of Jesus, of who He says you are. Yeah. They're going to have that great firm foundation of building their lives as daughters of Jesus, as yeah. daughters of the King.
0: Yeah.
1: In I a tr- way that is true. That is so true. I have yeah, to so just profound. share it's
0: so funny. Um, Tim, your husband, yeah. my brother in law, said he had to wear his pants to go yeah. see the Queen instead of his shorts because yeah. he wanted to look nice. You <laughs> know, and, so and I was cute. like, that's so great. <laughs> I love that. You know, he was, he was so. Um, excited yeah. to have this experience and he had to make sure he looked present nice. himself yes, well present yeah. himself well. I think more people need to do that yes. Yes. like hey I need to present myself well in this moment yeah <laughs> yes. this is an important moment yeah. I love that it's yeah so good yeah. so talk to us a little bit about um because we're moms and a lot of our listeners are moms mm-hmm. um there's always this tension, if you will, between working moms and stay-at-home moms. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're both. Mm-hmm. You do both, mm-hmm. and you do both so well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about that. Like, what are mm-hmm. the, the joys in that, and what are, mm-hmm. what are some of the struggles? How is that working for you?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there's definitely a lot of joy in it. I feel
2: like I am um, so blessed because I can be a nurse part-time. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not... I'm just a little bit over half time, okay. so it's, I feel like I, um, have the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, I love, I love being at home with my children. I had, uh, two years of a year of mat leave for each of my kids. So I had that full year to kind of, which wow. is
0: unheard of where yeah. we come from. Yeah. You get like 12 weeks. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Which I can't even imagine because yeah. you were not sleeping through the night. No. No. 12 weeks. You're exhausted. So, so. I had a taste yes. of what that would be like. Yeah. I had a full 12 months um and I needed it I wasn't ready to go back any earlier um um so I I loved that and I loved being able to bond with my girls and um being able to nurse them for a full full year without Mm. being stressed about going back to work Mm, and how's that gonna work yeah um and then I felt with both of them once a year came up I kind of felt a little bit itchy or just antsy to kind of um challenge my brain in a different way yeah Yeah. so uh, think differently talk differently um, and what I I, I love my job I love uh, I love being around other people but what I really love is is helping people and Mm -hmm. I just feel at the end of the day I feel most days I feel uh, a huge sense of satisfaction Mm -hmm. in a different way than you do taking care of your kids yeah yeah so that's great it definitely I do have have times where I feel there it is a struggle and Mm -hmm. how do I what can I do better to Mm be you know more present at home or a a better mom or a better wife and there are seasons where I do feel it's very busy Mm -hmm, so it's not that I I I feel like it's easy or like great all of the time I, I definitely struggle with it and so it's a constant kind of conversation between Tim and I like yeah let's Let's stay communicating. Is there something that I need to work on? Is there something you need to work on? Yeah. And then constant conversation with God. Yeah. You yeah. know, is this is this what you want me to be doing? Do you want me to do more of it, less of it? Yeah. That kind of thing. And I think um, just letting my kids know, too, like making sure that they understand that even though I am away from them for part of the time, I yeah. still love them. And, yes. I, and I try to be very positive about my work mm-hmm. um, so that they know that... I'm, I'm doing something that I love and that I enjoy and I'm not right. uh, leaving them to kind of begrudgingly. Yeah. yeah. Begrudgingly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but if I had to, if I had to choose one or the other, if I had to be full-time at home or full-time at work, I would probably choose home. Mm-hmm. So I just feel it would be too much to be away from them a hundred percent of the time, yeah. five mm-hmm. days a week. That would be mm-hmm heartbreaking. So every day I'm just, I'm super thankful and blessed that God's given me the option to, to have this. And they are getting rid of all these part-time positions. So if I were to leave my position, they would eliminate it and make it full-time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I kind of just hang on to to it it, because I
0: I don't know how long they're going to last for. Well, and I think it's, it's hard because some people don't feel like what they might not have the ability to Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. have a a full-time job, Mm -hmm. you know, or they feel like they don't have the ability. And it's, I I don't think there's the one right answer for any one person or for everyone. It looks different for every family. It looks different for every individual. And um, Heidi and I have talked about this a lot because we are home full-time, but we have things that we consider work, Mm -hmm. um, that are outside of raising our children. And and honestly, if we didn't have those, I think I would go a little crazy. I would, I would feel like, Oh, all all I do is raise children. All I do is stay at home. Right. Yeah. Um, so I love that you have the ability Mm -hmm. to do both. Mm -hmm. It's it's fantastic.
1: I think one thing you said though, is so key. It's, um, so you know that you're kind of wired Mm -hmm. in this season to get, to be in the workforce but to be home. But mm-hmm. you said mm-hmm. Tim and I are constantly communicating about yeah. it. And I think that might be where some people struggle. Yeah. Is they're like, no, I will be in the workforce and it's just like full force ahead, guns a blazing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no communication about it because yeah. it's what they want. Yeah. So I think that's so good for somebody to maybe go, if they're trying to evaluate where they fall in yeah. the spectrum of being a mama, a wife, yeah. being in the workforce communication it's huge with your spouse is so important and we definitely have our struggles with it um
2: sometimes we've had conversations that we feel like we're ships passing in the night and Mm. sometimes raising our kids feels like a a business yes and you know and your business is keeping these kids alive as opposed to um a relationship Mm. you know like with you and your spouse and, and trying to raise your kids so we do have our struggles but we're always talking about it and
1: mm. and praying about it so that's so good so mm. then how important is a week like what we've just experienced oh. with for mm-hmm. you and your husband how important mm-hmm. is that to this you this is
2: so important like we i keep talking that we wouldn't have come on this trip if mm-hmm. chris and heather you know mm-hmm. if they hadn't been like we're gonna celebrate chris's 40th birthday in portugal like we would never ever ever have chosen to come to right portugal but after the week that we've had, you, I look at it and I, I realize how important it is. and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be this far, right? It, it can be or this extravagant this extravagant right. it can be yes. it can be a weekend away. Yes. But just getting away the, the two of us for a week makes you realize that we need to do it more., yeah. and we need to be more consistent with date night, um, even if it means planning it, ahead once a Mm -hmm. week putting it on your calendar Mm -hmm. absolutely
0: Mm -hmm. we we need to do that more um it's so easy to get caught up in just the busyness and the kids being taking priority when they're little because you just feel like they 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 need everything they they need everything that you have to give and even when you know with our kids being older it's it's so easy to get so consumed Mm -hmm. with their lives Mm -hmm. that you miss out on your own you miss out on your marriage and Mm -hmm. i think that um it, there's so much danger in that Yeah. Um, when it comes to our marriages. Mm-hmm. And Satan's out to steal and yeah. kill and destroy, destroy our marriages. We see it all the time. Yeah. I mean, every week I feel like we're yeah. coming in contact with someone face-to-face that's marriages on the rocks, yeah. you know, is faltering, or, or you're hearing about it yeah. from someone in high-profile position. And it there's just, it's yeah. so sacred and it's so worth protecting. Absolutely. And I think that we need to start seeing more people make their marriage a priority Mm -hmm. and not a well if there's time we'll do this absolutely Um, and it doesn't mean that date nights will fix hard problems but when you're consistent about talking to each other and and I think Heidi you said this Mm -hmm. like reminding my husband that I still love him that I still like to be with him like having him go oh she's still into me yeah You you know and not just care of the babies all the time right exactly well my okay. five-year-old told my two-year-old that yeah
1: because we'd been having Aww, a conversation cool. about why we were leaving and yeah. why they weren't coming to the yeah to the ocean with us yeah and <laughs> my son <laughs> said to Wilder one morning when Wilder was kind of sad he's mm-hmm. like mommy go to the ocean and Bobby not go Aww. and I was like yes and Wilder er, Crosley jumped in and said well mommy's going on vacation with daddy so that he can remind her she can remind him how much sh- she likes him.
2: Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. I think that's important well, that's for your kids so good. to see that. Yeah. To yeah. know that your husband or your wife is priority. Priority. Yeah. And yeah. I think that makes them feel safe and secure. It does. Yes. Yeah. And if you don't emulate that with your kids, then they, I I, I think they feel un- subconsciously insecure. And right. not yeah. sure kind of right. where. Right.
1: Well, I hope that awesome. our children think of that down the road when mm-hmm. they're married and go, oh, mom and dad did this. They set the tone yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it too. It's okay. Yeah, you know, and right. then I'll keep their babies. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, I was exactly. just thinking that this
0: week. I was like, oh, I'm not ready for the season of my life to end, but I am really excited for, you know, looking down the future and like being able to be what our parents are to us. Yes. Yeah. To my kids. And yes, for sure. One, so yeah. so I, total, change of subject here because we mm. like to do that we mm-hmm. like to take these hard, hard turns. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I don't know if our listeners can hear it but it just got super windy mm-hmm. like these gusts of wind just picked up and mm-hmm. they're blowing through the trees mm-hmm. and um it was reminding me of something that I read uh so, actually it was April 8th okay that's when it was so you have it noted or, in your bible I oh. do I have it written down in my bible um and it was at the end of a very long trip that Chris had taken And I was kind of just at my breaking point Mm -hmm. over a couple of different things. And I was tired. It had been about 10 days that he'd been gone. So I'd been single mom and uh, dealing with a lot of kind of extra stuff. And um, I was, I was broken in that Mm -hmm. moment. And we were out at the baseball fields with my son. He had a baseball practice and I'm sitting in my car and I'm just broken. I'm Mm -hmm. crying and I just, I can't get it together. You know, I just feel Mm -hmm. like hopeless and, I had texted Chris, and he said, you know, do you want me to call you? And I was like, no, I can't talk to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a wreck. Um, so I got out of my car, and mm. I went and walked around to an empty ball field that was on the other side of the park. And I sat down, and, wow, that was Fine a pine cone that <laughs> just shattered. <laughs> 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 then it didn't hit us. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden this wind picks up, and mm. it's just this massive like non-stop wind Mm -hmm. is blowing Mm -hmm. across the field Mm -hmm. there had been no wind before that Mm -hmm. and I started to feel this cleansing Mm -hmm. happen Mm -hmm. and I started to stop crying and Mm -hmm. I started to breathe in as this wind was blowing and I really felt like it was the Holy Spirit just Mm -hmm. blowing in and shortly after that like the next day I read this verse from Psalms Psalm on 104 for, the winds are your messengers mm. and I started to see it's it's kind of funny because I've always been like I hate wind yeah. Know, yeah, messes up my hair and yeah, it's yeah. so annoying it Makes be cold but I started to see wind differently I started mm. to see wind as God speaking to me mm-hmm. as God moving through me and yeah. into me and healing mm-hmm. and cleansing and so I it that has nothing to do with what we were talking mm. about but um you heard it i felt (laughs) the wind and i'm like i'm sure they can hear it it's probably really loud in the microphone and i thought what a cool what a cool way to look at something that god has created Mm -hmm. and then for that you know the winds are his messengers yes Mm -hmm. speaking to us very cool that's so good heather yeah Yeah. well rebecca we need to
1: wrap up because we all have to go catch flights sad to go home to our babies yes but bittersweet bittersweet is so yeah. is so true but yeah. thank you for joining yeah. us on the H hour yeah thanks for having me i'm this sure that your nuggets great. of wisdom are going to reach into someone's heart Aww. and help direct their next steps and thank besides you.
0: chris you're our only other canadian on the podcast so far oh really yeah oh cool so that's very so cool a special, a special yeah. thing very cool yeah.
1: <laughs> So thanks for joining us yes. here in Portugal, windy Portugal, as it's... It's been a great week. It's been a great week, and it's so fun. But I think that we're so excited to go home to our babies yep. to enter back into our normal, yep. Yep. back ordinary. into our ordinary, our yep. routine. Yep. We say a lot on this show that um, we are celebrating this beautifully ordinary life,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: that ordinary is quite extraordinary. Yeah, very much. So often it's the little things mm-hmm. that are the biggest, most important things in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, we hope that something that's been said today just reaches into your heart and helps you understand that God is so for you Mm -hmm. and that he, Mm -hmm. he does see you as royalty that he puts on his nice pants (laughs) and he is so proud to be seen with you. Yeah. So have a great day and we'll chat with you soon. Great.